Whoa, Scoob! <laughs> That was actually pretty good, I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I need to listen to Shaggy more if I can do it. Alright, okay, Yoinks. we're gonna start now. We're gonna start. Yoinks. We're gonna start. We're gonna start. We're gonna start. We're gonna start. Shut up. 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 Start it. Shut up. Shut up. Alright, are we ready? Don't try to control this creativity, bro. Shut the fuck up. Shut up. the car. Okay. Um. One's on water. Okay, alright, so. Yep, the good. I'm David G. <laughs> I'm Cooper. I'm Arpon. Lorenzo Monetti. I'm Liv. Our special guests have returned. <laughs> yes. Um, if you guys remember from, um, I'm not even sure what episode, like probably <clears throat> like seven, eight, uh, Olivia has returned to visit us. I have returned. Yes. And uh, she is here with our very, very lovely guest. Lorenzo Monetti. Monetti. Thanks for having me, guys. Yes, yes. Um, and yeah, so if you live for good, if you live for the good moments and learn from the bad, from the bad, Question from mark? the bad, you're in the right place. This is the Live and Learn podcast. So wait, Lorenzo, does your last name have an accent in it? Like written? Yes. No accent when you write the word Monetti. Okay. <laughs> What does your last name mean, Lorenzo? Coins. <laughs> okay. so his, American, his American name is Larry Coins. That's what they call me. <laughs> Larry Coins. Wow, that's what they call you in the biz? In the biz, Larry Coins. I'm Larry Coins. Exactly. In the motherland, Lorenzo Manetti. In the motherland, Lorenzo Manetti. Okay. Exactly. Anyways, um, today we're talking about making the most of it and wow. um uh that might seem like a kind of a abstract idea but i just no, mean dude, um, we we're just talking about rednecks i just mean how how are you taking advantage of your time and what makes you happy making the most of things you know could be anything shooting yeah. guns how do you revving my car <laughs> how do you Build make out my tractor how do you make the most of like your free time? How do you make the most of a job? A job that you might not like, the nine to five grind. That's uh, when you quit your job. It's real tough. <laughs> how do you make the most of those things? How do the how do you make the most of your life in general? And then also not feel guilty about not being productive. Yeah. When you want to Pro just rest. Productive and Positive is a huge thing too. I feel yeah. like. Interesting. Since I'm eating food, why don't you guys talk about what makes you happy right now? What makes me happy? Sunshine. Sunshine Ooh. for sure. Sunshine, dude. Warm. I'm so fucking depressed. There's so much snow. Really? <laughs> I'm more of like a snow guy myself. Get the clouds going. I do no. like. Nobody the likes snow. the clouds. Give me some clouds. I like a sunny day too. A really cold. Negative 10 degrees, sunny day, blue skies, just bluebird. Get me outside. Nah. But actually, probably more like 20 degrees and sunny. I love. 20 degrees, sunny, oh. and an ice rink. Oh, give me an That's ice rink. I hope you're talking in Celsius me. right now. I'm talking in Fahrenheit. 20 degrees Fahrenheit? It's a good... 
If you have an outdoor you winter Minnesota? activity, to skiing, do, snowboarding, it makes I don't it know way how better. to ski. I don't know how to snowboard. I don't know how to ice skate. The key to living well, in a cold climate. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Thank you, Liv. <laughs> the key to living in a cold climate is you you embrace the fact that for seven months a year. Seven months. Whoa. That's extensive. It's not, not going to be hot months. for We're not seven in months. Antarctica. A year. We're not in Antarctica. It's not going to be freezing all. It's, it's going to be winter for five months, six months. But it's not going to be warm for more than like five months a year. You got June through October, it's maybe. Warm. Yeah. Honestly, it's not warm in May most of the time. It's somewhat warm. You're right. On and off. But it feels good, you know. It, we we're do like off May. Of the cold. Yeah. May's, May's a great month. Like May, year. May temperature is fine, perfectly fine. But I like. We're getting the... off topic. What makes oh. you guys happy? Oh, jeez. <laughs> the warmth. Um, Thank time, you, Olivia. Time away tra- from work. Yeah, traveling. Time away. Friendships that never end. Work. Sounds like a song. <laughs> it could be. Last um, one. Yeah, I would definitely have to say traveling, nature for sure, spending time outside, friendships. That never end. That never end. Thank you. Vibrant colors. Wow. I love colors, yeah. Bright colors like neons? Neons are, I actually really like neons. I wonder who invented neons. Nature. Nature. Are there I a lot of neons in nature? It is literally a gas. Nature. Huh. I like the feeling. That makes you happy. <laughs> like, I said work. That's a sad thing to say when it when well, it you don't know what, is, what Actually, that means, though. Maybe it's probably his work better than, is yeah. like I'm glad painting. work makes you happy. It's like, because like it is, it is something that I truly enjoy doing, right? What do you do? Uh, like videography, working on movies, commercials, and stuff like that. He's freelance, oh. you know. Art. See, that is cool. See, art that's... work. He just shortened it to just work. Oh, that's artwork. Artwork. Wow, that's really like that's that. nice. Yeah, I like laughing really hard. That's fun. I can dig that. Yeah, like you know when your tummy starts to hurt because you've been. Giggling. I feel like I haven't done that in a while. I gotta laugh. You like laugh that. so hard that you cry. Yeah. Oh, I want to laugh. It happens like that. every once in a while. Are you like kind it's of? Really you're kind of yeah. peeing your pants a little bit. You're holding it back. I love yeah, that. you have to like <laughs> sit down on the ground because you're about to pee yourself. <laughs> that is a good feeling. The whole. I mean, world how, how often do we get that though? Because like once I have not month. had that in like a second. I know. I'm thinking back now. I'm like, it does happen sometimes. It happens to us, but it's been a while. It I happens love getting to me. Shit faced with friends. Yeah, it does happen when I'm drunk sometimes. That that does help. Yeah. Why does that help? Like when we're children, everything's new. We don't need to be drunk to be happy. We're just running around all happy. And so, I mean, some adults they don't need to be drunk to be happy. But well, I don't need to be we... drunk to be happy. Yeah, I, I think a big part of like the the childhood thing, at the very least, is just like the ignorance is bliss aspect. You know, you don't fucking know anything. You have, like, no fucking bills to pay for. You don't have to worry about your fucking classes because, you know, you're in fucking middle school and nothing matters. Um, You just go outside with your friends. You know, you go to the park. You go and, you know, I don't know, ride bikes up a hill. It does sound like fun. Give me a The good stuff. I I think it's more of, like, the older you get, the more walls you put up, right? Because, like... The older you get, the more realizations of like the liabilities in life that you like kind of manifest upon yourself. Your preferences, things that you like. Yeah, because like. like you know, when you're a kid, like you'll take up skateboarding, you'll you'll fall a couple of dozen times, you'll break a bone. When you're when you're forty, shit, you're breaking a bone. You're gonna you're you're like you're gone for like two months. You can't like do anything. 
like it's 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 a way to protect yourself and like you know people try to hold that together when they're not drunk right getting drunk just like loosens everything I mean, I I don't know if I entirely agree with that. Just because like alcohol is kind of just like a releaser of inhibitions. Um, Release it, your inhibitions. Yes, and um, anything that you may have had reservations about doing before becomes a whole lot easier with some liquid courage. Feel the weight well, on your head. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like kids are really courageous. Mm -hmm. Like. So maybe people get drunk to feel like a kid again. Sure, I could, I could definitely get behind that. Like or just that. to feel like less emotion. I don't know. Mm -hmm. I feel like when I was a kid, I just was always like laughing Happy, yeah. and yeah. having fun, and mm -hmm. like I feel like I was close to peeing my pants from laughing every day when I was a kid. Right? Yeah. What is that? How yeah. can anyone do that anymore? I don't think I've ever had We should that. investigate that. Like when I was a kid, yeah, why can't I, I pee my pants anymore, bro? <laughs> Like, when I was a kid, just looking at a friend and making eye contact when the class was going on. From across the room. You yeah. can't, all of a sudden, I'm not, I'm going to be laughing. I'm yeah. laughing the whole time. Even getting yelled at, Will and I were getting screamed at by the principal of our elementary school, screamed at <laughs> for messing around and laughing too hard during a field trip. And we we started laughing in her face. I couldn't hold it in. I couldn't hold, I was. I thought it was hilarious. And then we, the door closes and we all start laughing even harder. Yeah, but I literally I let one. I was like, like, <laughs> like I literally could not hold in a laugh, and she was I mean, screaming, yeah, dude. Because like it's you. Why, why would you take it seriously? You like there's it, yeah, nothing matters, right? It's like hard to take things seriously. Yeah, even like when you're a kid, even if you're getting screamed at, because uh -huh. it's still funny. Because like, why are you being so serious, bro? Mm -hmm. Like, exactly. Out. Yeah, exactly. That literally that line, <laughs> Teddy. Literally that line. <laughs> Let us explore our non-American trauma for a bit. Sure. And why uh, you couldn't you laugh at you couldn't have laugh you at ever the teacher. Started laughing the like laughing while like you know you're getting beat the shit out of by like you know. No. Dude, I've had that happen so many times. Somebody's beating you up and you start laughing. Yeah. Cause like you, you're just That's doing fun stuff with your friends and like these people. Like are, by like, my parents or by like who's other like you kids. Up? Uh, I went to school in India, so like anybody, like teachers oh. are allowed to beat you. Uh, you know, is it kind of funny? Kind? Like it's kind of funny. No, it hurts a lot. Oh. Well, you say it's it's just... <laughs> If I was kind of like it's whacked like, a couple what? times by a teacher in elementary school, I probably would have started laughing. But if it was more real than that, I would not be laughing anymore. It, it's more of like really like this is what you're willing to put that much pain upon someone for. Right, because oh. like it's the most rudimentary shit. And I can't believe they still like do that trying to there. instill fear into children. Yeah, by and like you're you're with your thing. friends, you were out enjoying yourself, and now there's just some random fucker pe beating the shit out of you. Yeah, that does not sound good. It's it's like funny. It's ironically funny, you know. Kind of ironically funny. Yeah. Where's the irony? I mean, I never really, like, when I was in school, if I got in trouble, I never laughed at the teacher's face because I was, like, way too scared for that. I just couldn't hold it in. No, there, I mean, there's definitely some people who are, like, they don't want to like, disrespect Yeah, I was, like, very... Because <laughs> my parents were always, like, you need to be respectful. You need to yeah. say please and thank mm -hmm. you. You need to, like, 
instilled it in me so much that I, I would feel, like be fearful to disappoint anyone older than me. I think yeah, part of that falls apart when you're under immense pain. Oh yeah. 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 No, I'm not. Yeah. Cause like, it's it's just that right. Like, you're just coping with it now. Yeah. And like laughter is kind of a part of it. I got you. Mm -hmm. Well, That's yeah, you can't like choose how you <laughs> react when you're experiencing yeah. trauma. <laughs> like oh, you might not react way. normally, and that's pretty normal, yep. I think. Wow, that it's got hard. really dark. It's hard to react. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kids don't know how to react sometimes, you know. No, nobody knows how to react. I don't think anybody knows how to react. I constantly We've just been am, like, told how to react. Right? Yeah, yeah, that's true. I just watched a hilarious episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where Charlie's mom gets cancer. And Den they tell Dennis, and Dennis is like, whoa, guys, whoa, I mean, geez. Yeah, he's like, I mean, geez. He's the most disingenuous yeah. character. <laughs> Charlie's like, that was not very genuine. And Dennis is like, oh, sorry, it's not really grabbing me right now. This whole mom cancer thing. It's not grabbing me. God, I loved that for some reason. Why am I into that? I don't know, Lorenzo. <laughs> you have no empathy. It's just really funny to me. Dennis's character in that show kills me. I feel like Lorenzo has empathy, but he likes to pretend he doesn't for some reason. Yeah. Wow. Oh, he's Liv. too cool for empathy. Liv he's like too deep. cool for empathy. No. Or he's like, he for he's like afraid for too, of like too many people seeing like uh, beyond his That he's nice wall. and sensitive. Yeah, that he's beyond actually really comedian. sensitive. Uh, he is. They Guys, say I am really sensitive and I am. I do have him. By the way, I have empathy. I'm not a sociopath. You're not good at that. showing it. We're on a podcast and you're like, oh, yeah. What did I say? Mom cancer. <laughs> mom cancer. That was on a show. I was repeating a show. I'm allowed. It was on TV. I know, but you're like, I loved that. Like, oh, I just thought it was funny. But you're really digging himself deeper. He's just no. But that's the thing. But that's funny. the thing that we were just talking about. This, like, there, there is no right way to react. Exactly. I'm right. Like, oh god. Okay, great. you're not right. But <laughs> well, like, no, no, no. There's no right way, but there is definitely a wrong There's way. There's a wrong way. No, it there Dennis, is a, Dennis is did that wrong. Way. Dennis did the wrong thing yeah. there. We should learn from Dennis. Yes, but it was in a comedic manner. I so in that case, yeah, because laughing it's a at TV it is perfectly show that fine. Isn't real. Yeah, but sure. if your friend, if one of your best friends, yes, yeah, so cancer, now dissing Lorenzo saying he makes fun of people whose moms have cancer uh, isn't the right justification. Like, <laughs> I did not do that. Yes, <laughs> I'm with you. I don't you think here. anyone said you did. Oh, no one good. said you did. Oh, I thought I just got accused of no. that. No. No. Oh, well then. I'm accusing you. <laughs> Accusations. All right, wait a second. What is this? Hot, yes, dude. what makes us happy, dude? Is it good? What it makes you happy, Teddy? Um, myself right now. So you egotistical <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I like unrelated. <laughs> I'm um, proud of you, Teddy. Here, actually, matter of fact, you know what? So, hmm, uh, recently, I told one of my producer buddies um, about uh, how I get my sick kicks off, which is basically just like you know, I really, really enjoy when I make better stuff than other people, I just like, it really just gets me going. I told him that I'm like, you know, typically uh, in, in the, in the frame of like, you know, I like being better than the people that dislike me. Wow. Your haters. Yes. You're competitive. My, yes, very, very. 
Um, You're a sadist. And so <laughs> there's like there's this this kid that I I used to um, like work with slash admire that like um, uh, cut me off in my early music career. And I was wow. like, and and you know, and now he's like he's kind of like struggling a little bit. Mm-hmm. And um, I would say right now I have um, a better collective of um, musical individuals, and we've been like working on um, a few different projects. And I just like really really proud of the stuff that we're making. Um, I'm getting to connect with um, a bunch more people as far as like um, artists, as far as uh, singers, R&B, more rappers, more producers. Getting my like web as far as music really connected. You know, completing like songs that I've like had on the shelf for like maybe like six months. And it's all really good. And I'm just like, ha, I bet you wish you were where I was right now. You are a sadist. But are you happy? I, I'm very You derive spiteful. pleasure from no, this, I, don't I, you? No, I'm a yeah. very spicy person. Are you person. more, like, happy about your own success or about the other person's I, I, failure? I, I'm happy about my success, but I also get off on their <laughs> No. What, what is your, like, <laughs> why do you think it is that you have this kind of, like, perceived vendetta against uh-huh. people who might not have, like, wronged you personally well so the, the thing is like i'd like to think i'm i'm pretty self-aware about it self-aware about it because um it's it really just stems from like you know um people around me from like my my parents you know like my culture uh the people around me just like saying i can't do certain things or like not believing in yeah you. just like not no like faith in me whatsoever mm. yeah that's and so one. like just like so you feel like you have to prove yourself to everyone um kind of kind of like i'll i'll, I'll even borrow um a sentence you gave me when uh you were here last time mm-hmm. um i just simply like proving myself right very often yeah <laughs> huh. yeah um, but no, no, like, I, I, I truly do love music. I, like, I'll even, like, show you guys some stuff later if you like. Um, and I've just been having a really good time just, like, meeting new people, working on new stuff. And, you know, I'm I'm better than certain people now. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah. It's good to be better than others at certain things that you care about, yeah. that you work really hard at. I mean, you mm. deserve to be better than them. At, but like, uh, don't get me wrong. Like, look, I, like I said, I'm a very spiteful person, but only to people that I dislike. You know, if you're if you're if you're around me, if you've never crossed me, I have no problems. Yeah. I would. I like. I, I don't have the behavior towards people. Mm-hmm. I like and enjoy. You're not looking for a fight. Not not really. You have to make the fight for me to care. Oh. Well, that's good. I could see that. I'm, I'm think. I'm like imagining in my head uh-huh. different scenarios. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of how that sounds, but I, I mean, I think everyone, though, you know, maybe you're just better at 100%. like saying it out loud. But I feel like everyone 100%. strives to be good at what they're passionate about, and yeah. like obviously that means they want to be better than mm-hmm. most. Yeah. So yeah. you know, you're you're just better at being straightforward with mm-hmm. it, probably. I, 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 I hope so. You know, I hope I'm not a sociopath. Like I, I said, I don't think. I think I'm self-aware about it. Sociopaths probably don't think they're sociopaths, right? <laughs> they think everyone else around they them is They think everyone like, else around them is crazy. Stupid. They, like, project it on other yeah. people. Yeah. So if you're like, I hope I'm not a sociopath, you probably aren't one. <laughs> yeah. I think. Self-aware hey, enough. Sounds good. 
Um, like besides that though, I guess like creatively, I've also been like working pretty hard with like um making new connections in film. Um, my company is like making some like really big jumps this year. Um, we're slated to film um two different documentaries, one for the city of St. Paul and one for the city of Minneapolis. Cool. And Twin cities, baby. Nice. Yeah, dude. And um in total, I think we we may get paid twenty thousand dollars to do it. And so that'll be like our first like really, really big check. And I'm just like, wow. That's cool. How far we've come. Um, Turn nothing into something, man. I mean, I try. And I, dude, um, talking about spite, uh, there was a, there was this guy in the beginning of my my film career who um who I, I wanted to do some work for. You know, he had a clothing company. Um like a Oh, that a, fucker. Yes, that guy. He had like he had a, a formally successful clothing company is this in, in Minnesota. College? No. Uh well this is like yeah, yeah I guess. Let's so. not go yeah. f- too far into the details. Oh, no here. details. Yeah, I, Let's no, keep it high no. level. I it's a guy. This if, is a person. No, it's Teddy's spiteful enough. He's like, let's go. This is a human details. human being who uh-huh. who had a clothing business. Yes. Yeah, who and exists Teddy. on the planet Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> exists here on this Earth, exactly. Yeah, and so, um, you know, I like I hook up with him. I'm like, you know, hey, he offers me like, you know, kind of like hooked work. Up with him? Damn. He offers like he he breaks down what he wants for wants me to do for him. You know, sounds uh, like my hookup stories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, damn. You got some explaining to do later? <laughs> I'm traumatized right now. <laughs> um, and so, you know, I like, I break down, you know, uh, the cost, you know, what the, like, basically it's a commercial that he wants done, you know. I tell him, okay, it's going to be this, we're going to do this, 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 and this. And... Uh, like he like ah uh, he tells me like ah uh, you know it's kind of hefty you know it's uh, kind of a big <laughs> price and I'm just like really I like I lowballed this price for you and then eventually he just uh, decided to uh, to ghost me and just stop talking to me entirely yeah and then I see him paying more than what I offered for someone else's services that is arguably worse um and worse. so now I'm just very happy. That I'm better. Yeah, his loss, man. Hey, yeah, I'm better. happy you're better too, man. Jeez. Big win. That's Love to see it. Mm-hmm. Another big win for the crew right here. See, you know, that's why win. after like seeing um Kanye's documentary. Is it um, out? Yeah, it's not like uh, it's got like two episodes out right now. Oh. I'm like, I feel like we're, we're kindred spirits as far as oh, like. Oh, dude. Kanye, though. Don't, don't relate to Kanye. Yeah, relate to somebody else. He's like traumatizing his ex wife and children. Yeah, but Kanye's early years. The documentary starts really. All Teddy wants to say is he wants to traumatize his wife and children again. He's a genius. Just Don't put words in my mouth. What Kanye is doing right Kanye is having a mental episode. He's like, he's on a fucking war path right now. Like, I do not contone condone any of his behaviors he looks like a fucking moron right now does he like he's literally like bullying this man that just so happens to be dating his wife um you know like it, it, it's not really i feel so bad for the kids are they divorced like no Kim's trying They're to estranged. divorce him but he like won't let her yeah oh just, a strange is that still legal yeah, yeah. 2022 you, you have to like sign the papers yeah, so how come like, you have to sign a paper to get divorced papers. 
Um, both oh, parties have to agree. They uh, both have to agree. Agree. Yeah. Why can't it be like a breakup? Mm. One agrees. One because person it's a agrees. Contractual. This is why this is why it's we abolish marriage. Yeah. Wasn't there a abolish marriage? Wasn't what? there a law in like Greece or somewhere where like a woman could divorce a man if the man couldn't pleasure the woman properly? I don't fucking know. Yes, I think it was is on the wedding night where. The man has to perform. Are, you, are, you, are these Lorenzo facts? <laughs> what is that, Liv? They're coming out of my mouth. So oh. it's a fact. Is your butt beating them, though? I, I mean, I don't have a dictionary next to me, but I think they're pretty factual. But to end my earlier statement, it's the worst for the kids, and I feel yeah, really, absolutely. really bad for them. The kids were already it's always messed the up. worst for the kids. Those kids, what's, one of their kids' name is, what's the kid's name, North? Yeah, Northwest. Northeast, the, the it's better than Larry Coins. Don't even make fun of it, Larry. All I'm going to say <laughs> the name is fine, honestly. Northwest North is, is a, a cute name. It's a great yeah. direction. I love going Northwest. But the thing is, <laughs> let me come Can I say something? Yeah. The family environment doesn't seem healthy. No. And so the name mm-hmm. is cool, yeah. but it's not enough. It's a great direction. Yeah, sure. Don't no, no. Like, the name is not enough, but like it's, it's kind of all bad. Um, but to end my, um, my misunderstanding with Olivia, the only reason why I said that was because a lot of people doubted Kanye in his early career, okay. um, to do, Fair. um, a quick excerpt from the, the documentary. Um, Ooh. Kanye was like trying to get a sign to a record label for, I, I believe it was like between like four and five years when he wanted to sign to was like a Rockefeller records which was owned by Jay-Z. But the thing is, Kanye was mostly known for just uh, producing beats at the time. And so no one thought he could like actually rap or like, you know, do anything as far as like an independent artist. They just like, were like, shut up Kanye, make beats. Cause uh, they're, they're really good beats, but you know, make the beats, stop trying to rap. And so no one took him seriously. They just said, shut up, you know, make the beats. And um, you know, he was like writing songs on the side, putting together a project, eventually he did get signed. But even after getting signed, he continued to be ignored by his label. They shelved the album that he was going to drop, which was the um, um, early stages of a college dropout. Um, oh, and damn. Uh, it's just a lot of a lot of just people putting him down and just doubting him. And I can see why he is uh, so headstrong today. Because, Such a uh, rampager. Yes. Um, That's the way he's always been. Yeah. yeah. That's what he had to do to survive. Exactly. And which I get. You know, that's cool, but Jesus fucking Christ. I know. That's like no excuse for how he treats the people who are supposedly in his corner. I think in the older days, yeah, it sounds like in the older days he was like probably a little more steady. Mm -hmm. And he sounds like it would be somebody who you could look up to. Yeah. Uh, These days, I mean, you guys keep mentioning that Mm -hmm. he's done some bad stuff. I'm I'm kind of out of the loop. Mm Mm-hmm. But um, his album was pretty good, mm-hmm. but it does sound like he he needs some work mm-hmm. done. So maybe old Kanye was somebody we could look up to, yeah. and new Kanye is somebody who we just say, hey, yeah, maybe in a couple of years. See, personally, hope he sorts that stuff yeah. out. Yeah, <laughs> we hope he sorts his stuff out. Of course, out. of course, we should all wish the best for anyone around us. Anyone like you know, we see that we respect her, just like anything like that. Um. Last thing about Kanye, and then we don't have to talk, talk about the rest of this podcast. No, I dude, think, Kanye um, is a constant of the universe. Uh, 
cringe. <laughs> um, I think he really just started losing it when he lost his mom. When his mom, because his mom was like everything to him, and yeah. then when she died, he just no longer had a lot of direction in his life, which that I think is, is very unfortunate. That is that's tough. unfortunate. Losing Rest someone in important in your life like that. Oh, as a matter of fact, this is a really great way to uh, segue into the next segment here, or section, I should say. Um, how do we recenter ourselves, you know, when um, we are, like, fighting the odds? We're, like, you know, trying to, like, figure everything out, but um, so, everything is in disarray. I have the perfect answer for this. Sure. There you go. Uh, Headspace is an app on the... <laughs> oh, my God. If you listen to the water, hey, it's a good show and on the Netflix. dropping. <laughs> I think it takes time to recenter yourself. I don't know. I went through a lot of shit this past like year or so. My parents got divorced, and I like don't really have a relationship with my dad anymore. Yeah. And it was really hard for like six months. I was not doing well. Like dark spot. I didn't see any light at the end of the tunnel. And it was just like a constant, like every day, just like, is this gonna end? Is this gonna get better? Like, and finally it got better, but it like literally just took time. And like, yeah, I was focusing on like trying to meditate and do yoga and move my body and go outside and do things that made me happy. But even then it just felt like it took so much energy and yeah. like even activities that I enjoyed were draining because I was so just like emotionally exhausted and eventually one day I woke up and it was a little bit better and a little bit better. And I feel much more centered now, but <laughs> it honestly just took like a, a whole year of not doing yeah. well. Can I ask you something that about that? Again. Yeah, go for it. Do you, do you think things got better or you just got bigger as a person? Probably both. I mean, like I started setting a lot more boundaries, like with my family and with myself, like, you know, if my dad reached out and said some shit that made me mad, instead of even engaging, I just like blocked his number. Like I haven't spoken to him in six months. And that has like brought me a lot of peace. So I guess like boundaries were a big part of it too. Yeah. But it also just took a lot of time. Yeah. Yeah, like going off of like what she said, I think there are a lot of like, there not a lot, but a few, at least at like the age of 22 that like most of us or like 22 25 most of us are sitting at like there are a few instances where like things happen like everything changes right and i think those are the parts of your life where you learn the most but you don't really overcome it you just learn something new you survive does, through it yeah you survive through all. it because like it's things in the past are never gonna change those memories are never gonna disappear you can't really like you know distance yourself from those memories either because like you know they're a part of you you just learn how to be better. And like, you know. Or you learn different ways to like make it easier to survive. Coping. 
yeah. strategies maybe i always find that you know surrounding yourself with positive people and people who make you feel valued and mm-hmm. help you feel whole friends Family. lifelong friends Aww. as lorenzo was saying earlier mm-hmm. it's true i agree i think it's a really big um thing is just Figuring out what actually matters to you mm-hmm. and uh, reaffirming those things. Mm-hmm. So if that's like the people around you, the activities you enjoy, um, your career, so on and so forth, reconnect with those people or things and just um, get yourself into a spot where you're slowly moving back into whatever normal looks like, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, I think it helps to remember that, like, eventually things will be okay, mm-hmm. even though that's, like, so hard to think of. Of course, I mean, it's, like, it's easier said than done. Yeah. You know, but uh, you have to, like, make the conscious effort, put in the mm-hmm. work, and eventually we get somewhere, right? Got to find something to get you out of bed in the morning. Uh-huh. You know, where, where would we be without struggle and strife? Yeah, everyone has so many different kinds of struggles. It's all relative, too, you know, mm-hmm. like... Yeah. That's why you should never be a dick to anybody or judge. Uh, Will is looking at me when he said that. Um, quite judgmentally, might I say. I don't want to be the guy that no. I don't want to be the guy that's known for judging or being. What does that mean? A dick. I don't want to be a dick. Okay, I'm sorry. How that was a bit a judgmental I don't know. of me to put Lorenzo on the spot. Guys, there, but... I'm, I'm hard on people because I know they can do better. That's why I'm hard on them. If I see somebody who... Really? Because you have some friends you could be harder on. You're the, the p- paternal Damn. friend who just think you can... What? I don't think I'm that judgy. Am I judging that often? You can be pretty judgy. Who? Who have I judged today? Fat people. Definitely people think I have people. this issue with fat people. You do. You do have a fat phobia, dude. Guys. It's you were talking about earlier phobia. about about job with the hut, okay? My roommate used that term. <laughs> that is not my term. It's a good gang crush, to be honest. Oh yeah. If it was against your head. Will, do you want to share this last beer? I can I have a couple sips? Oh, you want a beer? We have more beer. We have more beer? Yes, we have a whole case. Like, Here, Liv, take this little big thing. Should I get some? Um. Thank what? You. Bring some over. Bring me a beer. Yeah, that'd be great. They're in the fridge. Thanks, No, Alcon. Lorenzo, I Kay. know you're not a... Guys, I actually... Yeah, Liv, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You're fine. I actually do not mean to come across as a distinct dislike towards fat people. It's just this thing, which is so strange. It's so weird. But Will's I digging, was... digging out gray for Lorenzo <laughs> over there. Me and my brother both have this thing where we... We were we grew it's up. A it, it's a familiar thing. Oh my okay. God! No, no, where does can it I stop? Say no, no, stop, stop. Where are you trying to come from right now? No, let me tell you. I grew up when I was a child. I grew up with somebody in my life. His name was my father. And Mambo. for for some reason, he's a great dad. But for some reason, he always had to point out when there was somebody heavy near us. Uh huh. It's just we. I don't know why. I really don't know why. It's familial. It's a European and so thing. I. My dad is from Italy. He didn't see Bro, super obese people. Bit. He didn't see huge. Came, came back up. A oh bit. yeah, sorry. My father didn't see big, big, large Americans when he was growing up. So when I was growing up, he pointed them out like we were at a circus. And that being said, did that make you afraid of ever being overweight? Yeah, it scared me. 
but it also, you know, you put things into a kid. Kids are just little sponges. They just take it all in. So I was just taking it in. And here I am today as an adult with, I wouldn't say a fat phobia, more of a fat interest. Because I watch my sister Intuition. I I think I don't know what you, it is. I can't of your dad always pointing out fat people and making fun of them and your mom being super, super tiny and eating like a bird it's not made you afraid. Because you constantly, if you think you've gained too much weight, you're like, I've gained too much weight. I'm like, weight conscious. You're very weight conscious. I things tight. And I think a lot of men don't like to talk about how they may have mm. like an unconscious problem, like body image problem. Yeah, can, oh. we, can we talk about body image? Let's talk about body image. Let's bring this up. I think maybe your fat phobia is really just you and your experiences growing up and your fear of it's, being I didn't a say disappointment fat phobia. It's like how the, the bully is always the one who has the biggest problems yeah. at the end of the day. Well, well, the the bully? Starts killing <laughs> I never bullied anybody, by the way, for the record. That's, that's this a is lie. An, that's, you have guys, videos straight of, 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 of what? Of, of like fat people's like in high school, no, if someone's not. pants were down cracks. in front of you, their butt cracks. <laughs> you would take a video of it. He, like, I wouldn't post anywhere. That, that's guys, bullying. guys, they were never aware. They were never aware. It doesn't matter. They were never aware. That's your justification. Guys, we're being recorded by the way. And not only that, let me say this straight. I literally would take like a fun picture for friends who they. You're literally sharing it. My friends enjoyed the pictures. Oh my, why? Will liked them. Okay, okay. I did. Will watch, thought they were I funny. Did watch and and people were like, dude, I'm don't guilty. do that. It wasn't a compliment. I'm guilty. Guys, we weren't making fun of the person. It was just the yes, ass you crack. Are. It was the ass crack. Yes, you are. It's not That's the person. It's the, the person. Maybe we should talk about body image. Let's, no, let's dive say, in. Let me. Lorenzo's defending his character. Bro, here. Bro, guys, you know, I bro, 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 stop all your head. I have stop, great character. Stop all your head. I feel like stop, I'm behind stop. right now. <laughs> I'm nowhere near your head. Stop. Fine, I'll stop. You're ahead when all you have to do is go, all you're doing is going further down. Are we live, by the way? Yes, we've been live this entire time. Think somebody, is anybody listening? Is that how live works? <laughs> Which beer should I drink? Somebody how do you pronounce phone, that? phone in what beer I should drink. Golden Light or Pilsner or Coke. Lorenzo's <laughs> <That's laughs> having a breakdown on air. <laughs> you, guys are, you guys are attacking me for no, hating no, no a certain type of person. You. We're just trying to dive deeper into I tried. It I went into my childhood. You don't I dug have to, in. Hey, we're not attacking you. Deep breath. Deep I went, chest well, breath. Which should I drink? Deep belly breath. Let's just share this. We're sharing the pills in our Oracle. Thank wow. you for your comments on Being the Being drunk with friends is such a good time. Um, but okay, so here, here's my standpoint on yeah, it. You guys can I make think um for, for men, it's like keep me out of it. It's becoming um a bigger and bigger issue right now because uh, uh just like you said, Olivia, uh more often than not, men don't really how would I phrase this? Um it's not that we don't necessarily think about these things, but uh, are are less aware that it's a problem. And well, it's like not allowed to be a problem. For yeah, you yeah, guys. yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, we, I feel like we we also live in a very like hyper sexualized era, mm -hmm. where you know we're we're seeing like um, a lot of these like actors on the big screen. You know, look at uh, Chris Hemsworth, Chris Hemsworth. You know, giant or fucking arm. Any of arm. the Chris's. Yeah, any of them. Yeah, uh, you know, yeah. fat, like huge chest, like The Rock. Yeah. Um, you know, all these guys, like you know, chiseled, ginormous, looking amazing. 
and uh, we're told that uh, you know that's what you have to aspire to. Yeah, yeah, you have to. Aspire. Gotta be that bodybuilder. Uh, and, and that's the thing, you know. Just like you know, I'll, just like women too, they have to look at the supermodels. You of know? course, of course. And the the major issue is like transparency at the end of the day, because we're we're told by a lot of these people that you know uh, they're achieving these like you know feats like naturally, you know, like uh, you know chicken and rice. You it's know, always natural. Not any crazy. Reason. Yes, you know, all natural, and you could do this too if you try <laughs> hard enough and buy my supplements. Yeah. Um, okay, Chapa's supplements. He's got to get some good yes. stuff. Um, <laughs> but it's a uh, it's a lot of this like you know unattainable body image like you know same as a same as it is in media for women, mm. and uh, a lot of uh, especially younger men are falling into this trap where you know they think uh, they have to take drugs to and uh, enhance themselves to like you know get these huge muscles to look really good naked, and you know it's like it's a really great like ego boost in like the moment, but long term it's not really good for you. Oh, nor should you player. feel like you have to do that in order to feel good or look good. You shouldn't like unnaturally push yourself and your body to like things that mm -hmm. you know doesn't feel right. It doesn't yeah. feel natural. That's actually yeah, that's a great point that I'd love to piggyback off of. Yeah. Um it's all about healthy. Mm -hmm. It's all about being healthy. If you're healthy, if you if your version of healthy is not exactly what Chris Hemsworth looks like. Good. It's probably more healthy than what he is, honestly, because you're eating healthy and you're being active enough. Mm -hmm. And that's that's all you really need to do, to be honest. Yeah. But he, like, you know, is doing the whole gym thing and he's doing the whole special diet thing. And that's probably... And drugs. Yeah, and drugs. And it's pushing him over the edge of healthy to unhealthy, even though he looks like what the average person would say is healthy. And going back to what I was... My, you know, my childhood, my father didn't want me to become an unhealthy person. So he'd point out what he thought were unhealthy people and say, look at how unhealthy that person is. Mm. That's kind of where this so-called so phobia that I have came from. And my, you know, I, it's, it's about health. Can I health. interject really quickly? Yes. So um, you're right. It is about health. It's about health. It is about health. And sure, I... I'm confident that your dad probably did have positive intentions for you at he the had, very least. Yeah, he did, but um, they probably weren't great. Yeah, but the thing yeah. is when um, – I I think it has a very, like, negative impact when you, like, point out these other people or just, like, put them down because they have, like, you know, more weight put on than, you know, the standard person because you – at a certain point, you start to, like, look at, this, uh, look at them as less human because – they have this like amount of weight on them because they're not normal because they don't look oh, like the average person. Oh, hundred percent. It's it's and wrong. Then you start seeing yourself like that when you gain any type of weight. You know, like ah, you know, I'm like I'm getting too big. You know, I gotta like gotta true. go to the gym. You know, I gotta like get right. When it should be less about like the vanity and like what you look like and just be about uh, you know. Uh, ah, you know, I'm getting like kind of sluggish. You know, I haven't been feeling well lately. You know, let me hit the gym. Let me like get myself right. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of I I think we're just and I I'll say this about all of us we're just like too over focused on image. Mm -hmm. A lot of that has to just do with like social media. Yeah. We're just like we we get pushed um, all these things on the on the internet, you know, about how we're supposed to look. You know, it's been it's been happening for decades at this point. Mm -hmm. Like you know, go back to magazines. 
you know it's just advertisements yeah advertisements all of it it's just now really really in your fucking face it's like everywhere you look because it's in your pocket cell phones people and like kids are starting like younger and younger with this like young impressionable kids like They'll find like um, I don't know a fucking That's why I'm like. Not a kid. Um, That's how you end up like South Korea, brother. Isn't that better than North Korea though? What? Doesn't mean it's good. They're, uh, in a survey done in 2020, um, 10% of the population of South Korea uh, said that they have undergone some kind of plastic surgery. How many percentages? 10% of the that entire is a lot. country. That's a shit ton. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I bet the USA is not that far off. Yeah, no, like, um, we have a lot of those body image issues, and it's just... I... I don't know, Olivia, what, what do you think? Like, what, is it, what does it take to body image. be happy with ourselves? Um, man, that's a really loaded question. I'm still yeah. working on it, like... I want to have a like, lot of people feel? at my funeral. I want to have a lot of people at my wedding. Actually, at my birth. You've already been birthed. I mean, like, a <laughs> big life event. Um, I don't, like, it's taken me a long time to, like, accept myself, and I'm still working on it. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the biggest things I found is, like, honestly not <laughs> taking everything my parents say and, like, holding it as my own standard. I feel like I've lived my life always hearing my parents' voices in my head. And, like, now that I've kind of let that go and realized that, like, oh, you know, they, you know, my dad, for example, is not a good person. <laughs> like, why would I ever, like, listen to what he has to say above just trusting myself? Like, I don't know. I've spent a lot of time trying to trust myself, trying to, like, just do what feels right to me and, like, surrounding myself with people who encourage that and, like, encourage my expression of self. But I still, like, get anxiety, social anxiety about it all the time. Like, I mm-hmm. still will check in with people like Lorenzo or, like, good friends, and I'll be like, was I weird last night? Like, was I being goofy? Was I... Dancers like, always know, by the way. Dancers always know, but, like, in my head... Because for so long, I felt like I wasn't accepted for who mm-hmm. I was, and I had to change who I was. Yeah. Like for validation? For validation, or like to survive in my family. I yeah. felt like I had to change who I was. And so now that I'm like trying to find my way back to myself, I like, you know, I question it all the time. So, it, yeah, I guess it's just like a lot of like sitting with yourself and being like, you know what? <laughs> this is you can't change yourself i don't know yeah yeah that, that's a really great point you can't change anything about yourself yeah and if you are changing yourself then like i don't know what's even the point of doing that because you're not even existing as as your authentic like genuine person mm-hmm. and that's not very much fun so i don't know i just have to keep reminding myself that like there's people out there who like me how i am mm-hmm. and i like me how i am yeah just like live life like mm-hmm. that sick but it's not easy for anyone, I don't think. Of course not. Like, especially when we're, like, always comparing ourselves to others. Mm -hmm. It's impossible not to. It's like... It is. Try your best. Kind of going off of that, like, just, like, the fact about, like, children, right? Like, just by the nature of, like, family structures, 
children have become this like you know most children are just like echo chambers of what their uh, parents tell them right because like it's always your parent who is guiding you or is like society wise like everybody says like your parent has like the most good intention for you so like you have this um everyone tells you not to question what your parents say yeah They're, like not you have to... this like need authority. to yeah. kind of you know please them. please them and you know keep everything happy and tidy and clean and you know make them like make them see you as that like perfect image that they want to see you as sure but like at some point you need to realize that like you know you are your own human being like yes you got a lot of the traits that you did from your parents but like at the same time like your life meant something you learn something you learn new things and like you know you at some point you got to break out of that and become a person i think instead when you're, of a someone's child when you're a kid yeah. you like don't realize that you can be a separate human from your family like you don't realize you can establish your own self i mean you can't almost you almost you just like don't even know you can unless never, someone yeah. you know that's why so many kids like don't like they grow up and they have to learn how to set boundaries because mm -hmm. like their parents didn't show it to them they didn't even know they could set boundaries yeah. with their family things like that so yeah you're totally right like you have to find yourself in your 20s eventually because like that's what happens yeah, yeah. you is. grow up and you're like oh shit, my parents were kind of wrong about a mm -hmm. lot of things yeah and now i have to like relearn how to mm -hmm. exist and be okay with my existence exactly. outside yeah. of my family like, structure but kids, that's the hard part right because because of all of this fucking like um the wiring that's happened in like the 18 20 years of your life at the end of the day when you like do something and like you want to show that you've done something the first people that you go to are your parents or that's the first voice you hear in your head like yeah i don't know every time i go to get another tattoo my first thought is like oh i shouldn't be doing this because that's my parents voice in my head but i'm like i like tattoos i <laughs> want tattoos why shouldn't i hey shout out to liv's awesome new arm tap by the way yeah thanks yeah, that's pretty yeah. fucking sick yeah. thank you yeah i i, I definitely hear you there because i've i've been there um i feel like a lot of high school for me was like you know trying to gain like a validation from my dad and um i think it was it was junior year high school where i stopped caring because i'd um i think i i'd gotten on the honor roll for the semester and um i showed it to my dad he was like oh that's pretty nice and then i was like i was expecting a bigger reaction yeah i was like hmm and then i ripped it up and sounds um, like dads yeah a little bit and then um uh after that point i kind of stopped caring about like validation because i realized it doesn't really matter and um it's someone fucking mowing the lawn outside what's I going on i think there's snow plowing there's a something. couple of shoveling things happening oh uh, okay that's what's like just all that mostly the uh, like the biggest validation uh, you need in life is just from yourself mm -hmm. you need to 
feel validated by yourself and feel your own self worth. Mm-hmm. But uh, dude, that's like that's, that's what's hard for a lot of in. people. It's like, hard. It takes time. Yeah, I feel like I, I like start accepting myself by increments. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I it's incrementally like, it's like accept more and more pieces. Two of steps myself. forward, one step back. Yeah, with that. and then you have a bad day and you yeah. judge yourself. You speak to yourself really harshly, mm-hmm. and, and you're like, oh man. Yeah. Cause like it's it's weird. Cause like you know when you're a kid, like you go to school, you make your fucking macaroni art, and like you show up to your parents, and like you show it to your parents, like mom, dad, and like, holy shit, you made that. That's so cool. Uh, something along those lines. Dude, like, I did not know. have that. Well, I, sh- I like showed a drawing to my mom in like kindergarten. Where we supposed to like scribble on like with a bunch of like I'm colors. trying to relate to and the mostly American audience. Hey, that you we know, have yeah, here. I was gonna say you guys were doing that in India, like <laughs> no. macaroni yeah. art. Yeah, facts. You were not doing that. <laughs> I, I know I wasn't. I'm trying to relate to the audience here. <laughs> what were they doing in India? What was it like? What do they have? What kind of food do they have that they would do macaroni instead of like? Lentil? You I don't waste food, food for art. Dude. Lentil art. No, no you do not waste that. food Those for people art. Starving, yeah, fact. That is the fucking most stupid out. shit in the world. Yeah, you're wasting so much that. goddamn macaroni. Think of how many kids go to school. Think of how many kids around the age of four go to school. Think of how much macaroni is wasted. I guess I did make a couple macaroni things back in the day. Sure yeah, you did. don't. That's food. Yeah, you could be true. eating that. You could be eating that. And food, some people it. probably they do did think about it. food differently in India. I'm guessing, right, Arpan? Yes, and like it's it's just not a culture where you disrespect food, because yeah. like Wasted. wasting and like creating things that is not like eating it is disrespecting food. Yeah, in a manner, and like you it, just so. don't do that. That makes sense. Going back to accepting who you are. <laughs> Piggyback off of um, um, live here, you know. Do you want to piggyback off of what well, I said I want, again? Now I now I have no, now I don't want to. No, friends, I want to hear what you have to say. All say I was it. gonna say was it's hard. Let me think about what I was gonna say. It is hard to because you are wired one way by your parents for you know your whole life, mm-hmm. and it's hard to sometimes accept that that's not exactly the way you actually are. Because nobody is the way their parents wire them to be exactly. They, yeah. they tell you not to be one thing. Mm-hmm. So now you're they, always going to disappoint yeah, them. They tell Liv they don't like tattoos. Liv likes tattoos. So there you go. We it's hard for her to accept that all of a sudden because they told her not to, and that's hard. It's hard to accept anything. Like let's say my dad told me he doesn't like long hair, and I like having long hair, anything like that, or. Even things inside of you, like it's hard for my dad to like that I'm, you know, a certain way that I am. Like, what if I... You're too goofy for what your if dad. I'm, yeah, what if I'm too goofy for my dad? All of a sudden, it's hard for me to accept because my father has trained me in one way to not be goofy my whole life, let's say. That it's hard for me to accept who I am just because of the way he wrote, like, you know... Raise me. Don't be a goofy. Don't His, be a goofy. My father's key phrase was "Don't be a goofy," and and Lorenzo's very goofy. I am somewhat a goofy, so I mean, <laughs> it's hard to accept who you are sometimes. Uh, you know? Sure. No, dude, I I I totally hear you, which is why I again back with like the self awareness. I should really see a therapist. Um, and I'm I'm yeah. very aware. I think you're doing I'm, good, dude. I'm doing good enough. That's what guys always say to each other. It's a good hey, thing to bro, say. bro, you're 
probably fine. Hey, like, man, I'll be you therapist. guys all need to see therapy. Yeah. I'm telling you right you now. You think I need to see um, therapy? Yes. Me. Because I was, I was You're gonna, I was gonna segue into that by saying a lot of my my self growth runs off of spite. Um, yeah, see? What is that? that? I mean, strange. you know why that what is. What are you carrying, like, man? But what that's a lot. Isn't Staying that like loads of your, uh, extra yeah. energy? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's a lot to carry. Spite is a, is a heavy thing to carry around. Sure, it sounds heavy. It's like, you know. Yeah. I mean, I get why you feel that way. Yeah. I understand. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's a lot of, like, extra yeah. high-intensity emotion that you're carrying uh, around. Depends. Sure. It depends. It really depends. I feel like... There's no way that you can do things without that spite if you do not harbor it and, like, you know, kind of take it into your house. And see, that's yeah. where I'm also, like, you know, when I eventually reach, the, like, the top of the mountain, you know, what am I going to do when I don't have any spite left? What do you do when you get what you want? Yeah. Oh, shit. You know, you're going to become Kanye. You want more. What I'm, do you do when you get what I'm you want? I'm not a greedy chasing. person. Like... Like, I've said this before, I, I really don't consider cool myself idea. to be a materialistic person, you know, and, you know, I'll say that. That blings telling me otherwise. Yeah, exactly, exactly, and that's the thing. Um, I've <laughs> lost, I've lost this chain multiple times. I've lost it for a year, and I found it recently. I was like, ah, cool. I, fi- I like this one. Mm-hmm. I if had I it lose for a year. It, Isn't that pretty expensive? All, yeah, you also had it for a second. It is pretty expensive. But, like, you know, I bought it because it made me happy. It made, you know, like, it's nice. But if I lost it, I really wouldn't care that much. You know, and That's if I good. found it, it's like, ah, oh, cool. Sweet, I can wear this again. Yeah. Um, is it worth buying something that you don't care about losing? If it makes me happy momentarily. You can't care about losing buying? every material good you own. Otherwise, you're mm-hmm. just like... no. But I'm just saying, I guess, is it worth buying things that only make you happy for a few moments? Well, think about well, it. Happiness. They make me happy when I have them, but I don't lose my happiness if they're gone. Yeah. Hey, that's good. Interesting. I guess I could see that. I mean, I have a necklace myself, and I do like wearing it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't really care if it was gone. <laughs> see? Because, like, I, I like jewelry. Like, I, I like getting rings. Like, <laughs> I, even, I had this, like, really cool um, ruby... Uh, sterling silver skull ring. Is that your nice. birthstone? Uh, it is. I don't know what my birthstone is, sterling dude. Sterling silver is I'm a metal, brother. Your skull. Born in July, right? Yes, July. Ruby. Ru- oh, is it actually? I did not know that one. What's November's here. birthstone? Um, and it was a really uh, sick, like, ring. Charcoal. And, um, Brown? Wait, I, what's June? Let him finish his story about oh, his sorry. ruby ring. Sorry. I think I, I think I purchased it for, like, 500 something because I had it custom made. Um, and it, I lost it. I, I don't know where it is it? anymore. Where do you get custom made rings? Um, jewelry shops. No, like I, I <laughs> know, I know jewelers. Oh, I'm wearing a custom friends. fit ring right now, Liv. If you didn't realize this, I've been wearing this for the last week, mm. and it's custom fit. That's Will's ring. <laughs> but um, although I was Stay very fair. happy to have that ring, um, it's gone. Yeah. It's too bad. What happened I've to lost it? rings before. Lost mm-hmm. Plenty of them. I was, mm-hmm. you know, I don't know. I like my rings. But I guess at this point it is like I have so many. If mm-hmm. one goes out the door, it's... Well, how would you feel if you didn't have any? If I didn't have any, I'd have to purchase some because they're <laughs> so fun to wear. Yeah. Yeah, how come I don't... My thing is I love the way they look. I love rings. Liv mm-hmm. looks so cute in her rings. Oh, thanks. But I put them on and all of a sudden I'm like... All weighted down and like 
I don't know. I, I there's, What do you mean? I use these fingers all the time. I work with my hands. Yeah, right? and you take oh them off God. when you work. You don't work with your <laughs> hands. You don't work with your hands. Your hands are a cranking the wrench. Your hands these? are so soft. It's not even Your hands are like oh. gelatin desserts. It's like he covers them in Vaseline every night. It is so not like that. Damn. His cuticles, perfect. I don't bite my nails. Why would I? They're beautiful. Damn. I've never seen better cuticles in my life. Okay, wow. honestly, my hands are not. Lorenzo, that don't nice. ever talk tough to me ever, because I'm gonna remember. <laughs> I do not work. Well, okay. I mean, you have beautiful hands. I you God, gorgeous like, hands. But yeah. I don't. I don't work with my hands. I'm just saying. You just said you do. I'm just saying, You're just I just don't point. like the weight of all those things on my fingers that I'm moving that I've been thinking in my brain. You know what I'm saying? They're like, all over. I, I never think about it unless it's too tight or something. I don't like yeah. don't, don't you? Don't you hate when you're, the weight of your clothing impairs on your like thought process? You're thinking with your step. brain. Guys, it takes a lot for Lorenzo to think through things sometimes, <laughs> but he really does sometimes go like that. Yeah, I don't, I don't need weight like on my fingers. By the head, he's like moving them, trying to create like yeah. brain waves. Yeah, they interview with my waves. No, I, I, I don't know. Waves. I really like jewelry. That's how I, I love jewelry center. too. Like honestly. I am, I am on the same boat as you. Like they are a very annoying. It. But they're I annoying. think Lorenzo is just too much for you to keep track of. You're someone who doesn't like to have to keep track of things. And yeah, jewelry is one more thing that you is. would have to keep track of. It's one thing that I don't want to even have to think about. I have this bracelet. Liv made it for me with strings, and it's been on my wrist for over 12 months, actually, everybody. Applaud, Liv. I don't need an applause. It's a friendship bracelet. Like... And I love it because guess what? I'm, it, it's on my wrist still. It's been on there forever. And if I lost it one day, I'd be like, oh, damn, like, shit, it's gone. I better have Liv make me another one. But if it was like, if it was like gold, I'd be like, I wouldn't like, you know, like, Happiness wise, I wouldn't be minimized. I'd be like, oh, like it was, I didn't really care, I guess, whatever. I had it for a year. But I'd be like, damn, like I probably shouldn't be doing that to myself because money can be spent other ways. Mm -hmm. I probably shouldn't just be buying things just to lose them in 12 months that mm -hmm. are expensive. Sure. And I, I definitely hear you on that aspect. Um, but like, but I also have I, a gold necklace. Like that's coming from me. Who yeah, like my, money is such like, um, an abstract thing, you know. Um, it's not real. Exactly. Like, you know, it, it buys you things, and that's cool. Yeah. If you're and atheist, like, it's really not real. Don't get me wrong. Um, I, I do want to have a lot of money one day. But See? I really don't believe my, like, characteristics would change too much if I had, like, 10 mil in the bank. I definitely would change, dude. I would be a piece of shit if I had Would so you really be that mean I, to I me, Arpon? I would be terrible. What would you do to me? Would I would you spit, spit on, on you. No. <laughs> This is this is a great point to move on. Um, how is world domination going for all of you? Are we talking about Russia or are we talking about like what I mean by that I'm is this your own world? How are you dominating things, taking care of like you Ooh. know what you got and moving forward, planning ahead? How planning are you ahead. dominating your world? Um, Liv and I are both dominating both of our worlds together. That was a that was a really big blanket statement. <laughs> well, Liv, build off. Of Who's it. the dom dominant matrix? Dom probably Liv. What's a male dominatrix? Dom a dominator. Dom a matrix. I think it's a. 
But Liv, aren't we dominating? A dominator? I mean... The dominator. I, I feel like I'm, I'm dominating certain aspects of my life for sure. Yeah. But I don't feel totally content. Like, I feel like there's something... Yeah, same, to be honest. And, like, I think that's just part of, like, being in your 20s and this, like, stage of life where we're, we're in where, like... I'm not trying to, like, be in a rush to get where I want to go, but I also want to get there. Um... So, I don't know. I feel like being still in Minnesota in the Twin Cities makes me, like, less content than I could be. So, I'm trying to find a way out. Or, yeah, we'll get out of here eventually. But, I mean, other than that, I feel like I'm... I don't mind it. I'm dominating as good as I can be. Sure, some days I really (laughs) don't do a whole lot, but you can't be expected to do cool stuff every day. Sure. No, you can't. I mean, every single day, that's a big ask. I feel like I try to spend my free time doing the things that really make me happy. And that's... Mm-hmm. That's all you can ask for. Yeah. That's enough. Um, to quote um, Big Sean, if you're doing what you love in your free, st- free time, you still made it. Exactly. Oh, that's, that's a good quote. Nice. Mm-hmm. He's a good quote. I do like Big Sean. Very good. Love him. I don't know if I remember who that was. <laughs> Didn't he? Wasn't he the one who sang like "Jump Out the Window" or something? No, that was Playboy He's saying, Cardi. I don't fuck with you. I don't um, fuck no. with you. Last night I took an L, but, but tonight, tonight pussy ass back. bitch, I'm fucking with you. Oh, but tonight I bounce back. Really? All the okay. Which, which 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 was the the sound the music video with uh, Toby Lou in it in the Mario Kart thingy? I don't know. See, I'm not really a music video person. Um, but anyways, I, I I definitely feel you, Olivia. Yeah. You know, I uh, you just have to take it day by day. Day you know? by day. Yeah. No, we, I agree. I think it's really it's really hard for young people, you know, and us specifically because I think and maybe I'm projecting. I, I feel like I see. I feel like so. I see so many successful people. So many successful young people. Mm. You know, people people younger than me. You know, making a bunch of money, and uh, you know, sometimes that trips me up. As far as like, you know, damn, should I be there right mm-hmm. now? You know, what uh, like what did I like not do to like be where they are? Mm-hmm. And it goes back to what you also said about like um, not comparing yourself to other people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's really just important to take into perspective what you want and um, where you want to be. And for me, I feel like I've been doing really, really well to set myself up for the future as far as, you know, like I said earlier, just like making like the connections that I really want, you know, talking to like, you know, bigger and like better people, learning and just, um, building myself up for like success later and I really don't have too much to complain about Mm -hmm. and I just know that if I continue putting in the effort and the work that I am now I will conquer the world there you go Putin style baby I will oh sorry not Putin style um oh I can't remember I don't know I yeah that's awesome I think you'll conquer the world too I feel like I feel like I don't, I don't know about you guys, but I, like, Mm -hmm. not that I don't think I'll 
conquer my world, but I don't know which way I want to conquer the, my mm-hmm. world. You know, like I feel yeah. like I have existential. Not Putin style. Not Putin style for sure. <laughs> but I feel like I have existential like crises pretty often. Like, is this the path I want to take or do I want to <sighs> totally switch it up or do I want to do like half and half? Like, you know, in terms of like career moves or like going back to school or like life path no, like it is kind of crazy are you a college like, dropout too no no fuck yeah i'm so excited for a second <laughs> anyways yeah no like that's i feel like i'm always not always but often i, I have like existential moments where i'm like is this i don't really think... what i should be doing with my time i don't think everybody needs to conquer the world Right. No, nobody, not everybody can. That's the other thing. Like, I just want to live a shitty, carefree life and die someday, and I'll be happy. Hey, carefree? There's something to be said about carefree. Yeah, yeah you say the word carefree, Lorenzo says, sign me up. There's something to be said about carefree. And mm-hmm. I was going to say something mm-hmm. about what Teddy said. And the second, because you said now you're making some good moves and you're setting yourself up for the future. And I want to mm-hmm. say the second you start making decisions that are not going to help you right now, but they're going to help your future self, that's the minute you start making the right decisions and you start setting yourself up to win. Mm-hmm. Because you want to make sure you're setting yourself up for the future. And it's not about these, you know, momentary, what do you call these, immediate pleasures. Mm-hmm. Instant gratification. Instant gratification is false. Indulgences. You've got to be, you know, playing the political game. Play it right. Mm-hmm. Play the right game. Do the long-term plan. Play the long mm-hmm. game. Play the long game. The Things long usually con. turn out better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Play 3D yeah. chess. Because, like, exactly. to, to borrow from Arpon a little bit, um, by nature, I'm an incredibly lazy person. I don't like working. I don't I'm like working lazy hard. Too, like, I think everybody's um, really lazy. I think that's human nature. Realistically, we don't work. the only reason why I aspire <laughs> and try and work hard yeah. is so I can be really, really lazy later. Because really, all I want, if I if I can like touch... You're just working to be lazy? Yes, dude. I only reason. Like, I figure I'm only going to get more tired, yeah. so I might as well work hard right. now. Because, like, if I if I can manage to touch, like, three million, you know, let me, let me get, like, a nice, like, you know, upper middle class there. house. Let me get um, a car I shouldn't have. And um, let me break a few things, you know. Or, like, you know, take some nice vacations. Some nice down. vacations. Yeah, sure. I want to blow up a Lamborghini in the middle of a desert. That's, yeah. That's, that's the goes. kind of aspiration that seems like a lot of money that could be spent somewhere else. <laughs> yeah, and a lot more. I don't like my gold jewelry. <laughs> that's like, like if you spent all that money, cost to blow up a Lambo in the desert by going to Mexico. You're in Mexico for like ten years, <laughs> having a good time, keeping it lax, dude. Like, True. but. Will you see a Lambo burn up in the desert, though? No. Honestly, that? maybe. We're in Mexico here. Also, <laughs> I mean, no, if I wanted to I watch won't. a Lambo blow up in the desert, I'd go to Saudi Arabia and, you know, watch someone else's um, impounded car blow up. If I wanted to watch a Lamborghini blow up, I'd just commit myself to hell. I don't really get the want. Why is that a want? <laughs> You're blowing up a nice thing in Chaos the desert. Anarchy, I think. Is it kind of like the whole, like, I don't care that it's blowing up in the desert and you just kind of like it? I don't know. It's, it's. 
Have faith in chaos. It'll always happen. Like, if I want to just burn 300 grand, I mean, I guess I could, but it, I don't think I would like watching that burn. A 300 grand? No, I'm thinking more expensive Lambo. But that's like beginner level Lambo. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> so you say that, but that buys you a lifetime of happiness in other parts of the planet. Yes. And instead you want to watch something burn for a day, which would be like... Because he didn't get to make macaroni art when he was a kid. Yeah. That's Fuck the it. world for not letting me... <laughs> um. Okay, so yeah. we're going to move into our segment of the day. Segway Money moves. Money moves. Um, Stock market is... Would you guys like to make um, some uh, some guesses as to what we're talking about today? Is this like about the Putin. stock market? Yeah, it's like anything like involving just like um, generating money. How like uh, current event, like what is how how money about? is like affecting current events right now, Putin. or how current events are affecting money. Excuse me. Current events are affecting money because Putin is trying to attack Ukraine, mm -hmm. and the world, the world Putin. market, the world economy is not liking that because it's kind of uh -huh. scary because it reminds us of World War II. That's not what we're talking about today. I thought uh -huh. about making it that, but well, I was it's like, very relatable. Mm, that might be touchy right now. That's pretty touchy. Yeah, so I will I'll say. Probably do it next week. Yeah. Yeah. Next <laughs> Give it seven week. days. Yeah. yeah. Let <laughs> Ukraine burn right. a little any, more. Any other guesses? Uh, Man, it's a pretty broad subject. I don't mm -hmm. know. Yeah, I don't think any of you guys are going to guess it. Yeah. So, Kanye. Um, today we're going to be talking NFT, about, yes. um, you know, guess. investing in the future, which oh. is... That's not a current uh, event. That's always been a thing. Which is quantum computing. Uh, do you guys is? know what a quantum computer is? No, I think I know what it is. Where's Nathan at? Isn't it Go supposed ahead. to be one of those... Super smart computers that can actually like break cryptocurrency, they say, and like all these things. It can like, oh, it can like solve things and like break through any <laughs> sort of like lock on a computer, any sort of like yeah. password. Yeah, I don't know exactly. what exactly what it does so besides that, but I'll, I'll I'll give you like the the most basic explanation, which is so You're a standard computer. Please stop talking. Um, so okay. a standard computer uh, works basically two D. You have a one, you have a zero. And those are bits. They, um, you can only have uh, one bit at a time. So that's like you know one so you zero one zero one zero. one one zero zero zero. Okay. You know, but uh, and that's two D. Right. The way a quantum computer works is one bit has both a one and a zero, and so it's four dimensional as opposed to excuse me three dimensional as opposed to two uh, D. Wow. And so. Um, why aren't Compute all computers like that then? If we it's can't because, hard to do. Yes, it's uh, it's very very advanced. Uh, the the really big issue we're having with uh, computers right now is we're kind of struggling to um, uh, break our barriers with them. Uh, we've, we've peaked. Yeah, we we have kind of peaked with computers. We're not seeing as much growth as we were seeing probably okay within with like. <laughs> Can we stop with this growing? But I agree. Uh, we are, um, we are peaking. We're we're pushing yes. the boundaries of what computers can do right now. Exactly. Um, we're encroaching on God's territory. But the idea <laughs> with um, quantum computing is we we begin going exponential again, uh, just like you were saying in your example as far as like you know cracking things that would like take like you know a bunch of time. For instance, like um, equations that would take like two, three, a hundred days to do. Yeah. A quantum computer could do. Within three seconds. 
Wow. Um, so it kind of breaks down any standard stuff that we have today. So imagine um, uh, security online. Uh, it's It would basically become like paper as opposed to like, you know, steel. Like if we're talking like metaphorically. Like cybersecurity holds yeah. no, yes. I will no say, grounds against exactly. a you could quantum get in computer. Within three seconds. I'll say that, but I will say at the same time, the second quantum computers are made, uh -huh. there'll be ways, because obviously cybersecurity cyber is one of the most But if the cybersecurity right companies aren't using quantum computers, they then will anyone be. who can build a quantum computer. Yeah, but mm -hmm. that's the thing is if anybody can build a quantum computer, cybersecurity companies right will be Right now, there's only two companies that actually have a quantum computer. And uh, one of them belongs to Google and one of them belongs to IBM. IBM. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting thing. I can't believe that kind of power uh -huh. and that even sort of like capability is even possible in our universe. I mean, let's be real. We went from rocks really and stones and trees to quantum computing. The universe is pretty insane. It's like a superpower. Uh, it's like a superpower. Yeah, literally. And that that's why a lot of people... So is computing. Um, so is normal computing, I guess. But. You're like yeah. a quantum computer. You speak two languages. That is not the same thing as quantum computing. <laughs> um, and so a really big thing people are really excited and afraid about quantum computing is because it finally makes AI possible. Oh, because, no. Because... Um, I don't like the Shut it down. Shut, Shut it down. down. Shut it down. <laughs> the major issue we're seeing with, like, AI right now is it's, like, it can't really make good decisions or it doesn't learn fast enough, uh, per se. Oh. Because, you know, you're you're teaching this computer, like, information, like, you know, right versus wrong or just, like, training it um, based on, like, images or just, like, actions that it should do. But, you know, it can only do it so fast based off of, like, our standard computing that we have right now. Yeah. But with uh, quantum computing, you know, it could probably read the entire encyclopedia of human history in, like, Dude, three minutes. I don't know. And Seriously? But yeah, that's how that fast, fast it works when you fast. just move zero and one on one. Mm -hmm. Think about how fast it's, computers can do things already and then exponentially add quantum. Yeah, I mean, but that still just blows my mind. It's incomprehensible. Yeah. Incomprehensible. I will say, do we want that? And <laughs> what are we going to do with that AI? I mean, uh, what are I they going to be? Are they going to be wiping I my asshole? I don't think it will be, <laughs> like, it won't be a consumer thing. For a very long what time. What will I want? Yeah, yeah. I don't want anybody doing anything for me. Well, I want to okay. drive my own car. See, see, I, I want to wipe my own asshole. That's where you're wrong. That, the thing with AI your is it knows what you want before you want it. That's the thing. I don't okay, want it to. You're, you're, I want to know what I want when I want it. Geez. And if I want it, if they know before that, I'm upset because I don't <laughs> want them to know before that. I want to know when I know. I'm sensing you're feeling emotional. I just already feel Let's like an old man. I, I remind myself of my grandfather <laughs> because he's mad at how society is now, and I'm already pissed about it. Because Lorenzo, want, uh, Lorenzo, what? okay, take this as a uh, like little bit of solace, right? Yeah, please give me some Quantum solace. Quantum co computing literally only works by calculating the spin of a quark, which is smaller than a fucking atom. No one's going to have the time or energy to put that into something that can move for at least a billion years. It doesn't have you, to be put you into say something that, that could move. But it all of a sudden, 10 like years go by, cloud. 10 years go by, and all of a sudden I have to put a password into this quantum thing in my pocket, and then all of a sudden I have it in my brain. <laughs> mm -hmm. And then 
And then the next thing you know, things are deciding <laughs> for me, and I'm just sitting there. Yeah. In a big lazy boy chair watching yeah. fucking reruns of Friends. Job of the Hut. <laughs> I mean, Job of the so, Hut. Um, as I've far as Job of the as far as investments <laughs> go, quantum computing is probably like the biggest like 10x your money there is out there. But just like waiting to see when it happens is uh, kind of the issue. Um, a lot of people are like really interested. I in, thought we were just, still waiting on fusion reactors. Isn't that the big thing? Um, sure. Yeah. Can we just stop this whole? Future <laughs> I should thing? probably read more about this stuff. You should. It's really Live. cool. It's we're really, stopping really cool. the future. Hashtag stop the future. Lorenzo Manetti, twenty twenty two. We're stopping. Let's go back to the eighties. We're stopping easier the future. Time back then. The eighties were not a good time. <laughs> just for go me. back to. Let's get more. Just go to Texas, yeah. guys. We'll go back to the eighties. You think we're going back to the future? No. Yeah. We're, we're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna stay we're gonna racist. We're always going to be racist. Because eventually this is gonna hurt us. It already is oh, kind yeah. of hurting us. I mean, us. I think like sooner rather than later. It has. It has hurt us already, but not that badly. People say horribly. Like mental health wise, people are in a worse shape than they are in the past. Uh-huh. And no thanks to social media and things like that. I mean, mm-hmm. that's probably one of the main reasons. Yeah. The kind Dude, of lifestyle. Imagine how crazy advertisement could get. With quantum Dude, computing. if I'm seeing ads in my own brain, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> I'm going to be pissed off because I don't want to. It's going to be subliminal. Trust me, dude. Whenever there's some type of next yeah. thing where you're installing something in your brain because uh-huh. the phone's not close enough to your body and you need to have instant things moving through the phone or whatever it is through this quantum computing thing, mm-hmm. say no. To computing, bro. Elon's no already on it. it. Elon wants to put a neural link in he your can. head. No, he can put it in anybody's brain. And honestly, this is the U.S. of A. Yeah. And there are apparently are not that many laws. Yeah. And so you can do that. Apparently, mm. there's apparently there aren't that many laws. <laughs> I will be starting the hashtag. Olivia, you're kind of a bully, dude. Olivia loves. I'm, I'm here for to it, just though. make fun of. I'm me. really here for it. But there's time. the thing is, she can barely make fun of me because there's almost nothing to make fun of. I, she's found a lot I today. Found <laughs> this evening. Yeah, well, you know, um, it's true. Either way, hashtag stop computing. Uh, hashtag hop stop. What's his yeah. name? Fallon Musk. Elon Musk. You like that? Fallon. Fallon. Oh, Fallon, Fallon Musk. What about the muskrat? <laughs> you like that one? No, muskrats are good. I've had that one. Um, for a while. But like, you know, stop thoughts. the muskrat. Hashtag no, 2022. Me and Will are muskrats. Muskrats are. You good. know, thoughts, situation. Like, what do you guys? Muskrat. What do you guys? Think you guys like Elon Musk for the, the future of uh, quantum computing? What I think? Well, uh-huh. I don't know a whole lot about it. It sounds scary to me, but most mm-hmm. things, when you don't understand them, sound scary. Yeah. So, I don't know. I feel like. If it is that powerful, maybe that means it can do really good things, too. Name a thing. Like, help science (laughs) find ways to... Cure cancer. Cure cancer. Yeah. Dude, I bet you a quantum computer could cure cancer. No, honestly, probably. Or, like, yeah, find different ways, new technologies to help the environment, Mm -hmm. conserve resources. Like, I'm going to try and think of it. If there's nothing I can do to, like stop it or help it or mm-hmm. I'm not going to be involved with it, then yeah. I'm just going to tell myself that maybe uh-huh. someone yeah. will do something really good with it. Maybe so, maybe mm-hmm. some businesses and maybe uh-huh. some people will do amazing things with quantum mm-hmm. computing. And maybe for those reasons, it should be – I maybe hope it's, maybe the it's a right good thing. people will get their hands on Some people on will, it. just mm-hmm. like the internet. 
people that did the right people have done the right thing with the internet. Some people haven't. Mm-hmm. Um, all I'm gonna say is be selfish mm, yeah. and think of yourself first. Uh-huh. And if it's gonna bother you and affect your mental health or your day to day, I wouldn't consume it. I would try to avoid it. Because yeah, you can you have that choice. If your passion is world doc- domination, Putin's a good role model. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. As Arpan said, watch Putin invade Ukraine and see how terribly that goes for him. God. Um, uh, do you know what I kind of hope what? doesn't happen with this whole Ukraine? Can I pivot? Sure. I'm concerned the world's going to put all these sanctions on Russia, right? Everybody's going to be like, already fuck Russia. Have. They already have. Don't we already kind of say Guys, fuck Russia? They're going to say fuck Russia to the point where the people in Russia are going to be starving. People in Russia are going to be starving. And we're going to cause... And then the bombs are going to drop. And then the real shit's going to hit the fan because people are going to be starving there. And these over... I don't know if I'm going to... I don't want to be encouraging not sanctioning Russia because I don't know what we should be doing. I'm just saying my concern is that they get so sanctioned and so hungry and starving that they're going to be forced to drop a nuke or something crazy. It doesn't crazy. matter if they drop, if the nukes get dropped on them because they're already starving and dying. Not on them, on us. On somebody who, on somebody else. What if they drop the nuke on somebody else? If they drop well, a nuke on If they're us? dropping a nuke, wow. then we're dropping nukes back. That sounds that's terrible. No, how many nukes? That's, that's Mutual not, that's not how logic works. So if, if <laughs> people are starving in a country, you don't drop nukes. You kill the fucking people governing the country because they're maybe doing right. a terrible job. Yeah, maybe you're yeah, right. Jesus. Religion. So no, if somebody just kill people that have food. <laughs> if one nuke drops in the USA, how many nukes are being dropped somewhere else? Like, I just, what do you think, guys? Six? Seven? Twelve? Yeah. 200. Like when when you we, think two hundred thousand, dude. When the populace that. of America wasn't happy about the Vietnam War, we didn't nuke Vietnam. We said, yo, government, you should really not do this. We are not funding you whatsoever. I mean, it doesn't matter if we want to fund the government government or not, they're gonna tax us and get they already have they're gonna funding. get their funding. It's true, they already have the yeah, but like that's that when like draft evasion happens and like you, you can't do anything when your populace doesn't care about you. Yes and no. I don't know. Mm. That's uh did anybody in the populace really encourage the whole nuclear weapon thing? Was there ever a big encouragement for that? I guess there was never a huge uh, anti nuke thing. Then the Dude, I I, th- I think uh, the military like industrial like, complex. No, I, war became a business. They definitely encouraged the creating of. I do. I do war think like because uh, if they're gonna blast us to bits, we're gonna blast them to bits. I just yeah. that's guys. That's my prediction. Learns twenty twenty two. I hope we're not gonna be getting into some huge world nuclear war because some people in Russia get sanctioned. That has nothing mm. to do with quantum computer. I pivoted. I told you, I pivoted. Oh, you pivoted. Dude, I was, was fine with pivot. it, bro. It was, it was quite the pivot. pivot. <laughs> Dude, I don't want to read like that. I'm fine with that, bro. You're fine with that? Yeah. I don't want that to happen. I'd rather go out in a blaze of glory. Mr. Breaking, blowing up a Lamborghini. No one's going to pay attention to your I blaze of glory. Yeah, I, I want blowing up. Is Everybody's getting blazed of glory. No, no, no. But, like, the, that's the thing, though. It's so cool. Like, I will literally evaporate. I mean, I agree. people can say that they've evaporated Everybody in the whole planet to death? Everybody in the whole planet will be able to say that. And I agree. If we all get nuked, you're not special. I'm not that guy that's scared of getting nuked. I just like my life. Like, I'm not like, (laughs) 
I'm not gonna be like I'll be. Okay, pissed. Lorenzo, we've done the pivot. <laughs> I like my life on. enough. With the pivot, with the pivot, I think everybody. I think this will this will be a good segment. I'd like to segue and steal the podium Will's from David a little bit, <clears throat> and pivot into our section of sharing a book. Basically, basically, it's a book recommendation segment. A book that, or 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 anything you've been reading or consuming that you would like to share and recommend to our listeners, and what you've gained from it and why you want to recommend it. And I'll start off with the book or storyline that I read was Watchmen, which is Ooh. a comic, basically a comic series. And it has to do a lot with what we've been talking about in this past, in the past 10, 15 minutes or so about nuking. Because... This, the setting of this story is in 1985 at the height of, like, Russian and U.S. tensions where Russian has, or Russia has invaded Afghanistan. The Red Scare. The, the, uh, yes, more or less. Anyway, there's just, there are a lot of parallels between this comic book, Watchmen, and what is happening now. It's like... In, in that story, Russia invaded Afghanistan. And in real life, too, in the 80s, Russia invaded Afghanistan. That was a huge scare. People thought the nukes were going to be dropped. And it's like, what can the little man do against these guys in their big chairs with their button? Um, anyway, Watchmen. Lots of parallels between what we've been talking about now and uh, between the story. It's a graphic novel. So it's an easier read than a than a, a normal like nonfiction or fiction book that you most people will be reading. So that is very cool. Watch. Sick. Anybody else? I've been reading a lot of articles. You done with Dune? That's cool. No, I have not finished Dune yet. <laughs> Sadly, um, but. No, uh, there's this really good website called Shoot It With Film. They do a lot of, like, they're, like, American-based, um, like, kind of article, educational um, website about shooting film and, like, all the cool stuff that you can do with it. And they go over different film stocks, different ways to shoot film, different ways to process film, different, like, all of these, like, really experimental, fun stuff. And It's, it's all about like, film. Yeah. You can kind of get lost in it, you know? It's the big film novel. Nice. Okay. Yeah. And, I don't know. I've just been enjoying that. Cause, well, like, if you're into film... What is what is this? I like novels that include Shoot it photography. With film. Yes, I also like pictures. Yeah, it's cool. Facts. Photography's awesome. Shoot um, it with film. my book recommendation. My favorite book is *The Art of Travel* by Elaine Davaton. It's like just a really cool book, and it explores like what traveling is like and how you can like find a home wherever you are 
and how sometimes you feel more at home when you're further away from home. And also like teaches you to admire the little details that you wouldn't normally notice in the places where you're from, like wherever you're traveling, like maybe it's a like a door handle or a upturned cobblestone or peeling paint or something like that. Just like little details that you wouldn't no- normally notice. You like focus on them and like just like really romanticize your time traveling. And it's really cool. The art of being a flaneur. Yes. Sick. That's my that is recommendation. Cool. That's I gave that book cool. to Lorenzo, but I don't know if he's read it. <laughs> Halfway through, six six months in. Six months in. Really excited to finish it. And honestly, it is a great read. It Olivia downplays how intelligent she is when it comes to how many words she maybe she doesn't. I, I don't think it. that's true at all. Okay, well I just forget that people know more words than I do. <laughs> and I'm reading the book and I'm like, damn, Olivia knows a lot more words than I do because it's like one of those that I'm like, I have to get a dictionary next to me. I mean I don't know every word that I read though. I just look insane. up words too. Words like I don't even know the word. They're that crazy. That's all I'm gonna say. My is it my turn, by the way? Yeah, say a book. Book recommendation, Lorenz Monet, 2022. Um, Are you running? Can't hurt me, <laughs> by David Goggins. Have you guys read it? Pretty no. sick book. Good read. Honestly, Liv, you laughing? Are you laughing at my book recommendation? No. She laughed at my book recommendation, by the way. No, it's a good. It's like a self help book, kind of. Is it? Did you read it? You like self help books. What's wrong with self-help books? Nothing. I just um, think they can be a little... Like, not just a self-help book. Preachy. It's a super cool story. It's a little, yeah. Are there two conversations going on right now? Sorry, go ahead. The stage is yours. Continue. It's a very cool story about a man named David Goggins. Went from somebody who you'd consider not really going anywhere in his life, kind of like coasting. He was like out of the military already, kind of like done, to... And he was also very overweight and like not really in good shape mentally oh or physically. Will, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> Wait. Not in good shape mentally or physically. Health-wise, he was like mental health, meh. Physical health, meh. Career wasn't going anywhere. So, you know, he Baba wasn't... Baba would have pointed him out. He wasn't crowd. exactly... <laughs> he wasn't exactly happy. And he didn't, he didn't feel proud of what he had accomplished yet. And he turned into this Navy SEAL, crazy, amazing person who was setting pull-up world records and doing 100-mile races and winning and just amazing things that he's done. And he wrote an amazing book, which I read, called Can't Hurt Me. It's my recommendation. Um, And he's actually just a really cool guy. Um, So, and it it does do a lot about self-help. Quick question. Yeah. Is he the one, like, he's like that one light-skinned dude who's, like, raving about fitness all the time? Yeah, he's he's on Instagram raving about marathons all the time. Oh, yeah, that's him. That's him. Um, He's very intense. He's very intense. His book is an easy read, though. It's, like, it's interesting. It's a good book. Like it's it's well written, and not only that, it um it sold a ton. I think it's like the most sold independently published book, like of all like of oh, 2017, he, 2018, very, 2019. He's a very like um, motivating guy. Oh, he's super cool, and it's because he's accomplished his, so much. My question for him would be: Where did it come from? Where did the motivation? Because it seems like it just came out of absolute. Thin Olivia, air. he um, talks about that so in I'm the gonna, book. I'm gonna say, <laughs> that's the best Self- part. Read the book. 
Self-hatred makes you do a lot of things. Do you want me to say I know, but it also makes you do makes you not do a lot of things. I mean, I feel like I, you know, I mean, it just seems like it really came out of absolute and he didn't he didn't even go after the seals till like didn't even try to be a part of the seals till he was what age? Like probably mid to late twenties. Oh, so that's not that late. I was probably late twenties. Because he was well settled down, Damn, working like a night shift. Take you if you're in your thirties, dude. He was he was like very. He barely made it, and I will say, it becomes down. I mean, it just comes to grit, and like he wasn't going anywhere. And I don't know exactly. I don't exactly remember where. Like there wasn't exactly a one thing that just gave him all this motivation and gave him all this grit and all this passion, but. But um, he lost so much weight in such a short period of time because he was training that, for the seals. Yeah, but just one day, stopped sitting on the no. couch and started exercising um, a ton, stopped eating. It all happened with a realization that he wasn't... I mean, I'm just trying to get into his head, and I can't exactly... No, you don't have to explain said. it. It's just like... I think it all just happened level, with a realization of he yeah. wasn't... He wasn't happy with what he was. He wanted a change, and he knew deep inside he was capable if he just tried hard enough and... Looked at himself in the mirror enough and really, you know, dug deep. And he and, felt like he had some catching yeah. up to do or something. See, yeah, I, yeah. I think like I think I mean, we all have that like little like bit of like motivation, like you know that you, know, you could like really do something if you put your mind to it. I Every think, single like, person has that. Yeah, and, and he just found like, his and ran with it. Exactly. It's like it's like the seed that like you know you have to like grow over time, but if you don't water, it's gonna die. It's gonna shrivel up. Mm-hmm. But, like it's still there. You can revive it. But um, yeah, you know, finding that. Like, what does that take, you know? I don't know. I don't know. It takes some self-reflection. Part of the reason why I'm asking mm. is because, like, sometimes I lack motivation myself for a lot of things, even though I know I have, like, a little spark, a little flame that I mm-hmm. could encourage. So I'm just, yeah. like, blown away that someone who didn't go after at all for so long just suddenly switched. Well, I think it would be an awesome read for you. Well, his- <laughs> Sounds like someone should really read, right? His slogan is, get hard. He'll be like, come on, right, go for a run. Get hard. Novel, no, I think well, it's stay it puts you hard. Off a is bit. it stay hard? You're like, stay yeah. hard's your slogan. Okay. <laughs> get I'll, hard and stay live. hard, baby. You know, I'll, do a, I'll do a quick read. Because, I'll skim. Because what do you want to do? You want to do something hard? Mm-hmm. Guess what you have to do? You have to stay hard. You can't just lay around and be like, well, maybe I'll get to it. I really want to yeah. do it. You have to be like, damn, this isn't going to be fun, mm-hmm. but I'm going to go cross country ski 10 kilometers because I want to become a better skier. I want to get in better shape. Yeah. And you got it's not easy. Nobody, yeah. it's fucking shitty, to be honest. You're out there yeah. in the middle of the night skiing. It's freaking raining and you're skiing or whatever it is. You're running in the night or whatever it is. You're in the daytime before work and you just have to like stay fucking hard. I mean, it's not mm-hmm. easy to do all those things. And if you want to be somebody who is proud of something, mm-hmm. you have to push your, you have to push yourself into uncomfortable situations mm-hmm. and it's going to be not fun sometimes. It's not always going to be fun to be the best or to be somebody who you can be. I think it's like of. rarely fun. I think it's, it's not like, ever fun. You it's know, rarely fun. You you only yeah. get to like taste like, you know, like the sweet nectars of your success. Like yeah. after, you know, going at it for quite some time. Sometimes even doing something for like three to- three days in a row, like you snowboard three days in a row, all of a sudden you're like, damn, I'm getting better at this. And there's a sweet little victory. Mm-hmm. But even then, it's like your third day of snowboarding ever. Yeah. All of a sudden you realize mm-hmm. you've got a long way to go. You know, you've exactly. got hundreds of days ahead of you. Mm-hmm. But.
But even by the third day or even by the second day, you realize you're yeah. getting better than you were the first day. Yeah, exactly. So like, yeah, you don't get to taste that like, you don't get to like have all of that like victory sense. Like you're not a Navy mm -hmm. SEAL, but you're one step closer to becoming a Navy SEAL. Maybe you got, maybe you passed the test. Maybe you spent one more day studying to get like become a Navy SEAL or whatever it is, you know, hell week, made it through whatever, something like that. Like, I don't know how to become a Navy SEAL, but he talks about that a lot and <laughs> anything well, like, anything like that. So I know he's, he's like, kind of a military guy. So he's I, like I actually, um, he's like um, an actually motivational version of Dan Bilzerian. I don't get banned. Did Dan Bilzerian do? Did he accomplish something? Um, he he lied about uh, he really being a part it. of like um the Navy like Black Ops unit. Um, he says he got all of his money from poker, but it was actually because his uh, dad laundered a bunch funny. of money. Um, and, uh, now he has a bankrupt company, um, that you probably see at gas stations here and there called Ignite. You know, the little, like, vapes with, like, the, like, goat with, like, the horns on it? Yeah, yeah. I knew that was his company. Yeah, that's his. But mm -hmm. I'm confused. So is he just funding the company with his dad's money? Yeah. And there's just endless amounts, yeah, kind of? A lot of it, yeah. He's a trust fund baby, pretty much. So he's just kind of doing his thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the, the whole thing is, like, he tries to be aspirational like that, where he's like, you know, ah, you know, I, like, I struggled in my youth. You know, I, like, did a lot of, like, you know, hard work to be where I am. Yeah. Um, work hard like me, and you can get there, too. Exactly. Yeah, I'm not really going to look up to that guy to, like, get myself rich, because mm -hmm. it sounds like, yeah, I mean, he doesn't sound like he has that much knowledge on getting what you want. He kind of yeah. just, like, and I don't know. And he uses PEDs. What the fuck what are that? PEDs? Performance enhancing drugs. Oh, I'm sure. Have you seen that guy's body? Yeah. It's kind of wide. Mm -hmm. It's kind of wide. It is. Um, wide. I've never heard someone describe someone as wide. All right, what are we pivoting to next? Are we done? Uh, it's getting late. I, I don't have a book. I, I don't read like that. Oh. Um, David doesn't read, so we have Watchmen. We have... You have to have read something. Come on. I don't read like that. Like I read, a, I read a book maybe yes. like twice. All right, a we have Watchmen. We have we have shoot it with film. It's a shoot website. it with film. Nice. We have the art of travel by Elaine Dubois. And we have can't hurt me, David Goggins, Lorenzo Manet, twenty twenty two. All right, that is today's or this week's book recommendations. Good right. Good guys. There's right, even an um, election this year. Thank you very much, everybody. <laughs> um, thank you, thank you. I know you. this episode may have been a little weird. Um, hopefully the audio was okay. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Good night. Good night. I hope I came across as likable. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I really